Hello and welcome to Origin Gates Wisdom's Echo. Daily podcast or a story or a thought or two. This is Jane Schroeder from Wee Barney, Scotland. We're going through a lovely time with the weather right now. It's pretty frosty but it's dry and sunny. It's beautiful. The wind has dropped. Hallelujah. And as I do, walk the beaches praying and talking to Yahweh, Yeshua, Holy Spirit. And this week I've been pondering a lot, reading um, Celtic prayer books and different characters, different saints, um, as we're recording for the Celtic Way that you can register at www.theceltipway.net. Please join us. We are so looking forward to this time with you. And because I've been looking at prayer, I've been looking at the words that come out of our mouths and our attitude and what we say and what we do. One thing that I learned was this. You know, we quote quite a lot in him, Yahweh, Yeshua, the guidance of Holy Spirit. We live, we move, we have our being. Our life, our energy, our life source, I love it. But you know, it also, I discovered this week means, it's a hedge of stability around us, within us, above us, beneath us, to the right, to the left. It's all in all. That union, that breath of Yahweh. You breathe in, we breathe out the heavenly realms. Oh, so beautiful. There's one aspect of prayer that I've not really thought a lot about because studying the Celtic saints, I'm I'm studying a lot to do with the um the ministry of women, and I already knew quite a lot about quite a lot of the women saints, but it is amazing their life and their culture. And one thing I learned that prayer, that your words are like a hammer, and straight away I thought of the film Thor with his hammer and how he smacked things and it flew through the air and it was supernatural. Well, our prayers are supernatural. Our prayers are full of joy. They're full of peace. They're full of shock. They're full of um, authority. They can also be full of justice and judgment, depending on where we are and what we're praying and what you're always showing us. But prayer, your words are like a hammer that break the rock in pieces. And like the live, the coals, the arrows of fire, the awakening. Wow. The hay, the breath in the Hebrew olive baits. So it says that they break rocks with the sound and the frequency in our voice. Now we all know about uh, if somebody sings in a certain high-pitched note, it will shatter a glass. So are not our prayers and our words? Living coals. Arrows of flaming fire. And my thoughts are piercing to the very core, the bone and marrow, it says in scripture. To awaken and to release others. Oh, I love that. That brings out the mission side of me. To awaken and release others. Nations. Times. Seasons. Where things are not formed into being, will be created out of the matter that comes out of our breath. The breath of fire. The breath of air. The hay. Wow. 
Now in 2 Kings 13, Elisha knew this all too well. He was shouting on the arrow from the, the window of the east. In 2 Kings 13, 17. That you shall be given enlightening revelatory words that cast away darkness, fervent reviving words that cast away coldness and death. Wow, there's a lot in that, isn't there? You shall be given enlightening light, Rhema. Illuminating. Revelatory words, words of understanding, knowledge, counsel. Infused revelation. The spirit of revelation, knowledge and counsel. Seven spirits of Yahweh. The spirit of the living God. And it says it casts away the darkness. The fervent, reviving words, speaking that which has died into life, and that cast away coldness and death. Wow, I love that. I've just been um, studying. I've already been to Holywell twice this year. I've never been there before. It's in North Wales on the Lynn Palinchima coast in Denbyshire. And, oh, it's amazing. The story, if you want to hear the story, and hear me teach on it, join the Celtic Way net. Wow, it's incredible. I've got pictures, some footage, some filming. It's amazing. You shall be given words with manifold authority for, for, to fulfil God's purposes. Not you might be, you may be, you will, you shall be given words, manifold, that means life, anointing, we're anointed by Holy Spirit, many anointings come to mind, healing, miracles, land, creation, wow, to fulfil what? God's purposes. And you know, if we have eternity in our, our hearts and we are the all-spark of God, we already know from our birth the purposes of God. Just sometimes takes a little bit of time to navigate it, doesn't it? Whoa, just a little bit of time. But we thank you, Yahweh, for wisdom and prudence that come around us and envelope themselves around us and wrap around us to help us to guide us. Holy Spirit, Hakadesh. Wow, when I've done mission trips, it is so evident the work of Holy Spirit. My best friend comes alongside Paraclete, rubs shoulders with me. Jeremiah 23, 29. It is not my words, like fire, declares the Lord, like a hammer that breaks the rock to pieces. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. Oh no. On the contrary, they have, divi they have divine power to demonstrate and demolish and obliterate with that demonous dynamite power of Holy Spirit, of the heavenly realms and the angelic to demolish strongholds. Mm. Don't you just love that in 2 Corinthians 10, 4.
just going to read it again so you really realise who you are, your identity, who you are and what you are and the clarity and what you've been born on the face of the earth to fulfil in the mandate and the blueprints and the scrolls that Yahweh's individually, uniquely prepared in advance for you. His holiness, his perfection, his union. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. No, no, no. On the contrary, they have divine, luminous divinity power to demolish strongholds. And what does that look like in each of our daily lives? What nation we live in? What's going on with our nations right now? What's going on around us? Family, friends, the earth, the governmental realms. But we know that Yahweh is for us. And in him we have our life source. A hedge he has established around us. Protection. The heavenly host, the angelic. And verse 5 says, We demolish arguments on every pretension that sets itself up against us and the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Hmm. Let's break it down a little. We, me and you, the Christoph, the Christ ones, demolish arguments with every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. That speaks to me of who we are and what we are. And if we just have a glimpse of who we really are, illuminating, bright, shining, diamond skin light, let your light shine for all to see. Who knows the things that are going to change as we work together in union in Christ, in Yeshua, on the face of the earth. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Oh yeah, I always say the battle's against the mind more than anything else. We set our mind, we set our affections, we set our attentions on the things above which are within us. Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ above me, Christ beneath me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, I arise today in the glory of God himself, in Abba, Papa, Father. We thank you, Lord, today that our words are like a hammer that break the strongholds and the rocks to pieces, like coals of fire arrows of fire to awaken and release others in and around us. That we shall be given enlightening, revelatory words that cast away darkness, fervent, reviving words that cast away coldness and death. You shall, not you maybe, you never know, you shall be given words with manifold anointing to fulfil God's purposes. I've seen many, many miracles around the world. 
by somebody just touching somebody on the shoulder or speaking words of encouragement and love. I've seen a man raised from the dead and a light, the light came into his heart. The man had been sick for a very long time. He'd been in hospital for eight weeks with problems with his blood pressure and it was on his way home to die. And they decided to stop at the church on the way. Oh, wow. I happened to be speaking that night and we just decided to pray for people at the end for some healing and miracles and people just wanted to feel God's presence, hugs and just generally encouraging one another. And this lady came forward weeping and said, pray for my husband. So we did. And he began to stop breathing. <laughs> I thought I was going to call for paramedics. But over 30 minutes, he prayed. And within an hour, he had a pulse. He felt a light come in his heart and his spirit. And the colour came back into his face. I'm no medic to declare whether he was dead or not. But he was dead and then he was alive. The next day, I was speaking again at night time and I noticed this man, clean shaven, hair done, smart shirt and tie, enjoying the meeting. I asked if anybody wanted to come and share what Yahweh was doing the night before. And this lady again came forward, weeping, 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 and told the story of her husband and how during the night something miraculous had happened. As it began, during the meeting when we prayed for him at the end. And he believes that he died and he went to this great light. But it wasn't his time and he saw Yahweh. And he decided it wasn't his time. The story's quite long for another day. But it was incredible. After the man left that night and he was revived, our words were like hammers but it was also like honey. He said it was like honey, milky honey, to his heart, body, soul, mind and spirit. He just lay with five crazy ladies at the altar in this beautiful church, just weeping and thanking Yahweh for hours. With thankful, grateful hearts of glee, adoration. So bless you. Baruch Atah. Shalom, my friends. Shalom.